It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan world. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here listening with us. I'm Chloe Thomas, the creator of the e-commerce Masterplan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. If anyone had asked me to predict the most common product of our guests in 2016, I would not have gone for t-shirts. But here we are. Earlier in the year, we spoke to Nathan from Project Repat, who recycled t-shirts, and to Benny Hugh, a genius in using the t-shirt marketplaces to find niches and make big profits. Today, we have our third t-shirt guest of the year, and again, it's a very different business model. So let me introduce you to today's special guest. Matthew Parvis is the co-founder of the online-only subscription business, Fresh Clean Tees, providing the best t-shirt you'll ever wear. They launched end of November 2015. So at the time of recording, we are only a very few months in, yet they've experienced 200% growth month on month. Hi, Matthew. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, really excited to to join you guys. That's great to have you here. So I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. So how did you get started in e-commerce? Well, um, my my background... Um, has been in the digital media space for probably uh, eight years now. Um, I work for a fairly large online digital publishing company. I'm um, actually based in the UK and in Europe. Um, so for me, putting together products and selling things online has always been uh, very much something that I've uh, had a passion for. Um, and my wife and I, uh, my wife, uh, her background has been in fashion for the past 10 years, working for uh, big surf brands here in the U.S., like Hurley, um, Pacific Sun, Billabong. Um, and so we've kind of merged our two worlds together to find a business that we could grow um, as a team and, and have something fun on the side for us to hopefully build a little nest egg out of. Cool. So by on the side, you're both still holding down full-time jobs and this is kind of a Sunday afternoon project? So I have a a very full-time job uh, (laughs) and uh, Melissa, my wife, works more as a consultant. Um, So she certainly has quite a lot of flexibility. So uh, she's got uh, quite a few regular clients, but I would say Fresh Clean Teas is certainly her biggest priority. Cool. So she she gets to deal with the customer service whilst you're doing the nine to five, and then on the weekends it's it's together, exactly. <laughs> together yeah. working she, on it. She works a lot on like the product development side of things, and and all of the technical aspects of of uh, of our shirts, and uh, making sure that we were putting together our product that we were really proud uh, about getting out to customers and, and getting to our customers quickly. Um, so she de- develops a lot of those relationships really uh, without her expertise. Um, this business would be you know, nowhere. Um, and so where I come in is from a uh, traffic generation, uh, customer acquisition standpoint, uh, building the brand. So sort of the online side of things is, is where I come in. And that product is right at the heart of everything you're doing, isn't it? So it's it literally is just t-shirts. 
it is just t-shirts. And so I'll, I'll tell you just a quick little story as to how we came to just t-shirts. Oh, excellent. Uh, so we were kind of discussing various business ideas and I mean, we've done this really for probably all the time that we've been together. Um, but as I mentioned, she's worked in the fashion space for quite some time and particularly in the men's uh, apparel uh, side of things. And one of her, one of her jobs was working with clients who had large runs of like promotional t-shirts. So uh, tough mutter. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with, yeah. uh, with them. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a lot of fitness Junkies, Tough Mudder, uh, the UFC, uh, Disney's one of their clients. And so uh, they would come to her and say, look, we want to print this T-shirt for X amount of people. Um, and so it was up to her to develop the shirts uh, and price them out. And so over the course of the couple of years she worked for that company, she would bring home blank T-shirts for me to try because I, I, I wear T-shirts all the time. So I wear like black V-necks or gray V-necks essentially is like my, is my wardrobe staple. Um, and so I would very quickly say like this t-shirt is crap. Like <laughs> sell to someone, this t-shirt's great. This one's not so great. And I started finding like a few um, kind of similarities that I really, really enjoyed. And so we, we started ordering uh, just for myself. I like to always have new and like t-shirts just go old quickly. It's just a yeah. fact of, of the way that they're constructed. They're, it's impossible to have like a long lasting t-shirt, um, nor would you really want one. Um, so, <laughs> um, and so when we started thinking about these business ideas, I was very intent on finding a concept that was, uh, I, I always use the term, I didn't want to reinvent the wheel. Um, I was looking at successes, like particularly in the subscription model space, um, that were doing really well. And I mean, the most popular, the one that really kicked off the subscription model, so to speak, is Dollar Shave Club. It's a men's necessity and, and women's necessity as well. It's just getting quality razors without you having to remember to buy them. Yeah. And who um, would have thought there was space in the shaver market for another competitor? Exactly. Especially in a space that's so deep rooted in the uh, the brands that have been in the shaving space yeah. uh, for them to come in and disrupt the way that they did. Um, and so I thought, you know, it'd be really great to find something similar around T-shirts because before I met Melissa, my process was trial and error. I would go to one store and I would try some T-shirts and say, OK, I like these. These are great. Then I would go back two months later to get some new ones. And they would fit completely differently or they didn't have the same color or size. Yeah. Um, and then I started looking into some of like the high end online retailers. Um, and you'd, you'd see like single price t-shirts for like $40 or $45. And sure. It's got like Peruvian cotton and maybe it was engineered by astronauts in, you know, on Mars or whatever the case may be. But for me, the price is is as important as the quality. So I'm not going to spend $50 for each t-shirt. I mean, that's just not really feasible. So I, we, we kind of talked and, and figured like, how can we get a great fitting t-shirt that's got a lot of different options, that's reliable, that looks really good, um, whether you're wearing it under something or whether you're wearing it on its own, but also put it together at like a really good price point. And so that's where we kind of decided that the subscription model works really nicely for simple, stylish, 
comfortable men's t-shirts. And so that's really how we, we kind of came up with the, the, the initial idea. Okay. And you're, you're doing a subscription service. So what platform have you decided to sell on? We are selling on CrateJoy. Um, and for us at the time that we started doing the research, um, there weren't a whole lot of subscription only models or subscription only platforms. And I believe there are now, I think there's one called Subly as well. Um, but CrateJoy just seemed to fit our needs, which were, um, really easy to use templates, uh, a site that was extremely customizable, uh, a backend platform that's easy for, you know, novices to experience web developers to understand. Um, we didn't want to spend a lot of money having a site designed because, you know, some, some businesses will spend months trying to design a site and, and spend thousands of dollars without even really knowing whether their business is going to actually work. And so we were very cognizant of the fact that we didn't want to spend like thousands of dollars on a site or an idea that we weren't 100% 100 sure would actually um, be interesting to anyone but ourselves. So that's why CrateJoy really worked well for us and and continues to be a good partner. So have you put in any specific widgets or plugins into that site in the last few months or are you, you just keeping it nice and simple at the moment? For the most part, it's very simple, but... What's nice about CrateJoy is they've got a lot of like uh, really easy tie-ins. So um, they build all the partnerships so that you, as a business owner, you don't have to do that much. Um, for me, I know a lot of the tools and widgets and plugins that are available, being that I work in the web space. Um, but to be honest, not having my normal, you know, when I work on a project for my day job, I've got a team, a project manager, developer, <laughs> right? So I'm used to being able to just kind of shout orders and hope for the best. And this, I had to figure out how to really do everything kind of on my own. Uh, and so CrateJoy made it really simple. They've got uh, Sumo Me, which is added, which is just really kind of a, a bunch of great tools for email capture and, uh, you know, simple analytics, um, there's a, they just make it really simple and you can kind of go as heavy or as light as you want, uh, with sumo me. Um, we also use, uh, they tied us directly into Stripe, which I think is kind of like a no brainer. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's even a shipping tie in. So I forget the name of the shipping platform, but essentially you get the benefits of being on crate joys, master shipping account. So you're getting discounts on shipping, um, they do have translation tools. If you want to have translation plugins, uh, if you want to be able to scale your business into different languages. Um, so CrateJoy really is very effective, um, when it comes to the tools that they, that they offer. Um, cool. So, so with, so you've got your CrateJoy looking after the website of things, you've got you and Melissa kind of managing the business in your, in your different areas. Is there anyone else involved at the minute outsourced or internally, or are you keeping it really nice and streamlined extremely lean i mean if you go check out the team on our site we do list our dogs as being like <laughs> our, our wheaton terrier riley is the uh the chief fresh officer and our uh little mixed uh mutt is our director of clean so we do have our uh our dogs they're part of the team uh but certainly uh, she and i are doing all of the, the work they're just kind of playing and waiting to be fed 
<laughs> and hopefully not eating any of the samples. Uh, so where are, you're in the US and are you selling US only at the moment? Well, I'd say primarily uh, selling in the US. So we weren't quite sure how easy or uh, difficult it was going to be to sell internationally. Um, and right now in the US, our, sh our pricing model is based around free shipping for our customers. That being said, we put uh, international shipping, but put like a, a, a price that we thought was just going to kind of turn people away of, I mm -hmm. think, $25. And we still were getting international orders. So we have a subscriber in Australia. We have a few subscribers in Canada. Uh, and essentially, as soon as we were able to get a customer from one of uh, a new market, we were able to see, oh, okay, the price, the, the shipping is not going to cost us $25. We then refund the customer um, the difference, and we are able to build in pricing for uh, those new markets. Um, that being said, we haven't spent a lot of time actively marketing either on the site or um, through any kind of outside marketing that we do have uh, non-US subscribers as well. But technically, we are available everywhere. Excellent. Um, okay, then. So that's that's where the business is right at the moment. Um, what do you think, Matthew, is the most awesome thing about your business right now? Well, honestly, I, I think that what's great about it is that it is so simple. Um, and what I've seen, the, the response that we've seen over these first few months, you know, kind of going back to the question where I said, we were going to build something. We weren't sure if anyone was going to buy into the idea. The most awesome thing for me about the business is that people have really bought into the idea. Um, we are getting uh, subscribers from all over the, the U.S. and, as I mentioned, Australia and Canada, um, and they love the product. Um, and so that that fact that the our customers seem to be so excited about this product and about the service uh, has really been exciting for us and has given us uh, a lot of enthusiasm and momentum to kind of move forward. Uh, it's kind of, it's like that that, that that really exciting moment when you put an e-commerce site live and you're like, we believe in this, but have we just been talking to each other about it so much that we've just disappeared up our 100%. own alleyway? And we've 100%. got, it's, you know, so when, when you start seeing those orders coming, it's like, oh, we are on the right track. Okay, brilliant. Right. And you've got a lot of like friends and family that tell you like they don't get it, right? They'll, like I've, I've had like my father, for example, like I don't understand like what this business, why wouldn't I just go to the department store and buy t-shirts? And I said, well, you're not really our customer, you know? And, and so uh, trying to kind of defend it against people when you have nothing to show for <laughs> its success is really difficult, but trying to defend it against people that are questioning the model and then you can show them like, look, I mean, we've have, you know, 200% more people in January than we did in December um, and showing them that, that people are really kind of buying into the idea. Uh, and so that's what's really exciting about it. And, and luckily, we've got a business that's really, really lean. Um, so any sort of growth like this is uh, for the most part, just exciting. You know, we can see we don't have to do much to tweak things or to improve things. So being as lean as we are allows us to be really flexible, um, which is really important. Now, Matthew, you mentioned the the two hundred percent growth again. There, what do you think's the 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 cause of that growth? Is there a marketing method you could put it down to, or is it literally kind of word of mouth and satisfied customers and retention? So the the one nice thing that we've got going for us. Um, 
working with CrateJoy, they have a, a front end marketplace um, on top of being a platform. So we are listed um, in a number of categories for users that are stumbling on to CrateJoy itself. Uh, that is extremely effective. And I think that any business, if you're a subscription business, um, and you're working with one of these platforms, I would say definitely take advantage of the platform because they're spending a lot of money to acquire new customers uh, to come to their site. Uh, and they make you know good money off of the customers that are coming into Fresh Clean Teas or whomever it may be. And so we spent a lot of time on our marketplace listing, uh, as much time as we would on the site itself. So we feel as if, you know, if a, if a customer comes through that CrateJoy marketplace and they're looking for a great gift or, uh, or a men's product, we're, we're now kind of showing towards the top because we have a lot of reviews compared to a lot of their startup businesses. And uh, we've just presented ourselves like a very legitimate business. And I think that that in itself really is a big help. Cool. So literally just, just going, right, the Crate Joy marketplace is out there. The the eBay, oh, sorry, the Amazon, I guess, really, of subscription businesses. So let's make sure that's perfect. Then they can pay it, our marketing for us. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that as a method. So, uh, Matthew, what's on the radar, the to-do list right now? Well, we are um, continuing to find new marketing channels, uh, and to try to tweak the acquisition process. I mean, I think that's something for any e-commerce business that is, uh, it's a, it's a challenge. And, you know, we mentioned CrateJoy, um, but there's other things that we're trying, whether it's social media or whether it's, uh, PPC with uh, Google AdWords, there, there's quite a lot of trial and error. So that for sure has been, um, one of the big kind of tests for us in, in the coming months is now that we are uh, seeing that we've got a concept that makes sense and we've got a business that is functioning, we've got to find uh, a better way to streamline the acquisition and get more customers. Uh, and then on a big scale, we have interest from uh, a yet to be launched um, men's subscription. Uh, it's going to be a quarterly box. It's, it's actually a very big name in, in the men's uh, magazine space is launching their own subscription box for guys with grooming products, fashion, et cetera. Oh, wow. uh, and we um, were trying, well, we've been kind of preliminarily approved as one of their vendors to have uh, fresh clean teas uh, in their second box, which would be in the summer or fall. So probably right around the time uh, that everyone's listening to this. Excellent. Well, I wish you luck with that. So it really is a case of on the to-do list at the moment, you're just looking for that right route to market. Exactly. We're just continuing to try to uh, enhance the acquisition process and and grow. I mean, we're, uh, we haven't, we've had a few folks come in and uh, interested in investment uh, in the business. And quite frankly, we're not really that interested uh, at this time because we're seeing such great growth just organically. Um, sure, I'd like to be able to scale it up even bigger, but I think that we need to still learn more about our business before we can kind of enter any sort of uh, you know, discussion on really like, well, let's go from you know zero to you know, 2,000 customers is... There's a lot of a lot of hurdles to get there. It's not as easy as you would think. As I mentioned, we were we're our own team. So if we all of a sudden you know quadruple in 
quintuple our business over the next month, that's going to create probably more problems than it's going to solve. Even with such a lean business model. Yeah, it's a, it's a challenge. Okay, a couple of questions for you then. Um, on that kind of testing part, I noticed on the homepage, you've got clear calls to action for either get them now or give as a gift. How important is that gift market, market to you? Or is it just too early to ask that question? Honestly, um, when we were developing things in the very early stages, we developed, um, I'm a a big kind of user experience person when it comes to my day job. And so I'm constantly looking at various personas, who who is the customer going to be and how are we going to get them? And as we were putting together our our personas for Fresh Clean Teas, there were two that came up you wouldn't think of one is like wives and girlfriends and the other is moms. Um, <laughs> and so we have actually seen just that. Um, I would say it's probably one third of our business is coming through wives buying uh, subscriptions for their husbands or wives or, or girlfriends buying subscriptions for their husbands. And then we've had quite a few moms that have their son, uh, just their first year or second year at university. I knew and, you were going to say that. I knew that was coming. It's and, the uni guys. <laughs> want to make sure that like, they're not like embarrassing themselves by wearing, you know, not do, ever doing laundry. And so they're, uh, they've been sending them shirts to make sure that their moms are always thinking of them. So the, the gift certainly has been very, very useful for us because it is something that in many cases, Guys don't even know they want it until they have it. And so they really rely on their significant other to help them out there and give them that nudge. Excellent. And now I have one last question before we go into the top tips round, which is um, before you got, before you launched, how long were you actively working on the business before launch day and getting everything set up? So I I was looking back at this just recently. Um, We established the domain name in. June, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, I think we came up with the idea at some point in the end of May. Um, and then it took some time to figure out like a, a name that we really liked. Um, so really from June to November, we went through various stages of like, we're really, really heavily working on this to we need to get back on track because <laughs> honestly, that's the hardest thing to do is just getting from the point where you say like, I want to have a business. And then just taking all the appropriate steps to launch that business. So it definitely took us a good four or five months of planning and tweaking and like shifting around. And so, uh, yeah, I would say four or five months. Okay, excellent. So let's move on then to the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Matthew, first up, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Um, I like a book. It's called Rework. It was written by the guys that um, developed Basecamp, which is the project management software. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a really quick read. Um, It's really effective for small businesses uh, and it's extremely progressive. So it kind of goes into the idea of like, make quick decisions. Don't waste time with meetings. So it it kind of is the anti everything that you'd probably learned in (laughs) in the past, which works really, really well, especially in the e-commerce space, in my opinion. 
Excellent. So next up then, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? The best traffic generation tip or the most effective, I shouldn't say the best, the most effective traffic generation tip is word of mouth. There's no better way to get conversion to your site than being the best evangelist for your brand. However, it's not really that easy to run around screaming your brand to you know hundreds of people. I would say my number one tip for traffic generation is to uh, really be creative um, with what you're putting out there. Um, I'm a strong uh, proponent of content marketing. Um, it might take longer to generate um, as much traffic as you'd like, you know, writing tons of pieces of content that are SEO friendly, but you will, you will be very happy in a year's time when you're getting a lot of natural, organic, high intent traffic to your site. Excellent. Anyone who's scared of the idea of starting off with content, we put a bonus podcast live back in February called customer first content marketing, which will take you through the simple steps on how to get started. It's uh, so important. And so many people just think that there's a magic tool, like I'm going to put a Facebook ad up and then I'm going to have this relevant business. It's just that content is really at, at the heart of what your business needs to be doing, no matter what sector you're in. So, so true. So let's move on to the tool top tip. This might be a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you, your team, more efficient day to day? Honestly, we use a lot, but I would say the one that, it, that I've been the, the happiest to use is uh, SumoMe, uh, just because they have so many little add-ons and you know they make it very easy for you to put up items like, uh, you know, just lead capture email submission form that are very smart. They're easy to design. They're easy to construct. Uh, and it's easy to track your uh, conversion rate and tie it into MailChimp. And so I think that SumoMe is, has so many great tools in one that I would certainly recommend that to anybody. Excellent. So the startup top tip, if you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, which obviously is pretty fresh in your mind, I would have thought, um, <laughs> what would be your first tip for them? I would say to, there's two things. One, if you've got a great idea and you really um, are, are very excited about it, then do it. Like don't sit and just talk about it and, and dream about it. You, The hardest starting point, the hardest thing to do is, is literally taking that first step. So you just need to kind of decide you're going to do it and follow through with it, it is my number one tip. And the second is don't mortgage your house before you know that the business has legs. Um, you know, as, as we mentioned earlier, you don't, you might think you've got a great idea and your friends might think you have a great idea, but if the, the general public doesn't think you have a great idea, then you've just wasted a lot of money and a lot of time. And, uh, you know, I, I, as much as people say, oh, failure is like so key to being successful, like, well, it, it's not really that great when you've just mortgaged your house, right? So I would say be very uh, cautious and try to find a way to get proof of concept before you scale it up to the point where, uh, or the point of no return, so to speak. 
two great pieces of advice from someone who is right now in the middle of that startup process. So Masterplan World, you can find the top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 49. And I've got one final top tips question for you, Matthew, which is if your business didn't exist, which e-commerce business would you like to be running? You know, this one... I really love these guys because I've done some work with them in the past. It's a business called jackthreads.com. Um, they are, are uh, men's fashion. Um, they carry almost everything. It's really tailored towards guys that probably never thought that they needed like fashion in their lives. Um, and so it was really built off of a, a content-heavy model that they started realizing that people were taking their suggestions and their tips and then they just started selling on top of it. And so uh, I think they've got a really great brand. I think they've got a really great team and, and, and business model. And uh, I would love to uh, take over if they uh, if they don't uh, feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's your pitch out there now. So uh, we'll see what happens. That's not one I've come across before. And I always find a business which started off kind of as a blog content piece and then flipped into e-commerce really fascinating. Um, it, it is really interesting. There's some, there's actually some good case studies that they've got about their business and their model. So uh, certainly suggest checking it out. Excellent. So Matthew, before we say goodbye, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Sure. Well, it's pretty easy. Uh, freshcleantees.com um, is our site and that's, uh, we spell out the word t-shirt. So uh, T-E-E-S at the end. It's not just the uh, abbreviated version. And I think you'd appreciate that being English, um, <laughs> that we're being slightly more proper with t-shirts. Uh, and then we are uh, at Fresh Clean Tees on Twitter and on Instagram. So um, pretty easy to find us. Hopefully with all of our content marketing, you could just pop in Fresh Clean Tees uh, on your Google search bar and find us pretty easily. So uh, certainly hope that anyone out there uh, checks us out. Great. I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 49, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Matthew, thank you so much for being on the Ecommerce Masterplan podcast today and for being so generous sharing your experiences with us. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, had a nice time chatting with you guys. Isn't it great to hear from a brand new startup? So much that all of us can learn because they've got that enviable position of having it very much stripped back to the core fundamentals. I can't believe they had customer personas ready before they even went live. Such a clever move. Um, and, you know, the way they've, they've just really gone about focusing on what their customer needs in order to build that organic growth is something I think we can all learn a lot from. Make sure you listen to the next podcast when we're going to be doing a very special Ask Chloe episode. So that's, um, we're going to be ask, I'm going to be answering rather your questions and questions that our listeners and our, our email list, etc., have put together. And the reason we're doing that is to celebrate the launch of my new book. More on that next week. So make sure you, you, um, make sure you, you check in next week just to see how I get on with answering those questions. Have a great week, everyone, and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.